He'd be Christian. He's Jimmer? Probably. Is that what we're going with today? I like it. Okay. It's a special Thanksgiving episode. Let's change yes. things up. Welcome back to Two Physical Therapists and a Bag of Chips. Is it chips, though? Eh, chicken chips. Not chips with chicken flavor. No. Pieces of chicken. Actual fried chicken and tapioca flour. I was super excited when you first brought it up, and then I read what was in it. Slightly less excited now. Yeah. Well, let's first discuss total shoulder replacement. TSA. With the TSA at the airport. Yes, that's true. That is true. Uh, this is a common thing to see in physical therapy. Usually yeah. a result of... Uh, what, what's funny is 15 years ago, it was super rare. Oh, really? Maybe 20. Yeah. I'd see like two a year. Hmm. Now we see two a week. Probably. In yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. Lot. There's been there's a lot like of progress. Common. Great surgery. Excellent surgery. Sorry. No, so there's a, there's a traditional approach where the ball and socket remain on their traditional sizes. So the ball and the humerus and the socket on the, the shoulder blade. And now they're doing reverse, which is where they flip those two. They put the socket on the humerus and the ball on the shoulder blade. They actually um, started off at those almost at the same time. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh. Back in France. Oh. Famous French surgeon. Can't remember his name. Dr. Arthroplasty. Dr. Catital. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Anyway, he um, he had noticed that um, in a lot of cases when we were doing um, shoulder replacements in uh, like nursing homes and, and elderly patients who were not um, the best in following directions and immobilization mm -hmm. cues, mm. they kept dislocating. Mm. So he decided, what can I do to prevent this shoulder from dislocating? So he just reversed the, the parts. Yeah. Brilliant. I know. Worked really well. Worked and now really it's well. actually a pretty common common procedure even in um, the not-so-elderly. Yeah. You tend to see it a little bit more when there's rotator cuff trauma as well. So some rotator cuffs torn, and that yeah. allows for improved stability. So it's Yeah, really you mean the reverse. Yeah, the reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah the reverse. Yep. Uh, that's And then the traditional has upside-wise more possible range of motion. The reverse, you'll give up a little bit of range of motion. Uh, generally speaking, you're much more stable. And so it's it's usually a little quicker with the reverse to, to for people to feel comfortable and do most of their general daily activities, just a little bit. Yeah, less precautions because you're not running the risk of dislocating. So you can be a little bit more aggressive with stretches right away and activity levels. So yeah, great outcomes. Both, both of them do really well long-term, absolutely. I can't think of anything we've seen really negatively outside of like fractures in that area but yeah I, I had one w with um, where they did a partial where they they ended up with infection in the mm, in the yes. uh, in the glenoid and that ended up requiring another two surgeries but yeah th th those are you know those are extremely rare situations I think in general this is a w one of the best replacement surgeries great outcomes quick recovery Relatively, relatively quick. Mm -hmm. If people go back to golf and tennis and yeah, not a, not a ton of pain and throughout the recovery process. I, I, I think occasionally we run into like a frozen shoulder development, but mm -hmm. that's that's pretty rare because the pain level is generally speaking very low. Had a, had a patient who had um, severe severe osteoarthritis with limited mobility, tons of clicking and popping and cracking, and lots and lots of pain. Relatively young. Mid fifties, 
didn't want to do the surgery, didn't want to do, didn't want to do. We finally convinced him to do it, and he's doing amazing. Fly fishing, yeah, what have you. I mean, the classic, I wish I'd done it 10 years ago. But I don't think it's as, as commonly uh, known among patients as the hip and the knee. I think it's got some catching up to do. But it's an, it's an excellent surgery. Yeah. Pain-wise, I mean, just because it's close to your head, the first week is usually a little bit irritating. But after that, it settles down quite well. It's easier to recover from in most cases than a rotator cuff repair. It's, com it's more comfortable. You can be begin moving sooner. There's less limits on what you can do, fewer restrictions. And so. luckily for those of you who live in the Denver metro area, one of the best shoulder replacement surgeons in the world happens to be here in town. That's, that's true. And he does a great job. Yeah. Dr. Hatsadakis. We can give a shout out. Yeah. He's great. Rehab, rehabs, your first uh, six weeks are classic, you know, so you're, you're protecting the surgery site, um, not doing a ton of aggressive stretches, so there are some range of motion limits, but the, the pain level goes down. Th these patients have had so much pain for so long that the surgical pain is a piece of cake for them. You know, they, they, they can deal with that with relative ease and end up doing really well after six weeks. We can get fairly aggressive with... Um, with the range of motion and then strengthening, stabilization exercises, and like Christian said, return to um, almost all sports activities, you know, including skiing and playing tennis, golf, what have you. So fantastic surgery. Yeah, and back to work for a lot of people. Relatively, you know, yeah, relatively labor, easy recovery. Work sometimes, yeah. That was that almost sounded like a plug for from us to to have more people do shoulder replacement surgery. I don't think people need not, our help on that. Not not really true, right? You want to. There's a fine balance between trying to keep all your original parts, but if it's starting to impair function, uh, especially with pain, sleeping at night, those type of things, um, it is an excellent, an excellent surgical option. One downside maybe of doing a reverse shoulder is that once you have a reverse shoulder replacement, you will not be able to get a standard shoulder replacement again. You're kind of stuck with the reverse. Whereas if you have a standard shoulder replacement, you can always in the future go to a reverse shoulder. So there you have it. Yeah. The TSA. Total shoulder arthroplasty. Trivia, Trivia time. Ooh. We're on, we're on point. Yeah, we are. So last week question, which bone are babies born without? Now, I haven't seen the answer yet, but my guess would be patella. Yes, that's 100% correct. So the kneecap. Babies are born without a kneecap. And this begins to form as they start crawling on it and then start walking on it. It's generally not fully formed until children are between five and seven. Yeah. So it's there, but it's mostly cartilaginous tissue. Cartilaginous? Yeah, that one too. Cartilage. Yeah. Sure. So there's something there. So you'll feel something, but it's not technically a bone yet. Pretty yeah. Good. Great question. I totally hmm. forgot about that. Good one, Christian. This week's question, in honor of Thanksgiving, what state raises the most turkeys? And I had to double check there. That's as in growing turkeys, not as in racing turkeys. Like, you know, you have frog races and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. flea races and dog races. That would be a sneaky question. But turkey races, that, that actually would be fun to watch. Yeah. But no, which state raises the most turkeys? Hmm. U.S. state. I got, I got nothing. I know it, it's probably not Hawaii. I, I will tell you it's not Hawaii. Scratch that one off. Yes. Nope, not Hawaii. Huh. 
Yeah. Excellent. Oh, well, you want to try these? To the chip time. So wild brand chicken chips, chicken and waffle flavored, chip to air ratio, thirty percent. It was not good. It was it was low. I guess chicken is uh, is expensive to use in chips. That's why we use potatoes. So these are fried chips made from premium cuts of chicken and tapioca flour. You know what would make these good is if it was just fried chicken skin, right? Maybe that would be good. Crispy fried chicken skin. That would be way better. But who knows? I don't. I don't know. You Seven try grams first? of protein per serving. Yeah, not happening for me. Um, it's an odd combination of. You get a lot of maple syrup up front. Yeah, but it's kind of mealy almost. <laughs> it's not like it does not have a good texture. That must be the tapioca flour. They're or really thin. Not a crunchy. Of, a lot of chicken on the back end. Um, I don't get any chicken. No. No. I'm getting white chicken. They're grain-free, guys, so that's good. Well, if you're against grains, I guess. Gluten-free, paleo-friendly. This this would be two thumbs down for me. I don't they're really just, like them. They're just, no. They almost, you know what they taste like? And you're going to say, how do you know this? But they taste like doggy treats. Huh, okay. I, I've tried those. I bet my dog would love these. He's not getting them. They're too expensive. Yeah, yeah. I'm not even going to try a third one. This is probably one of the most disappointing chips that I've had in a long time. I, I apologize to uh, people at um, the Wild, Wild brand. brand. Nice try. I'm going to call failure. Yeah. That, that's not a good lingering taste. It's it's, it's almost not. like uh, charcoal or... Maley is the right term. I mean, that's the, that's the mouth feel. Yeah. I'm also, I'm, a, I'm also not a fan here. I'm, I'm not going to eat these again. Um, I, they, they do feel two thumbs downy. I mean, they're not, they're not going to kill you. They're an experience. <laughs> yeah, but it's an experience that, that, trust me, most of you people at home who love potato chips, you can do without. They're really not potato chippy at all. If you see this bag, go get something else. They're closer to jerky, even then. But, yeah, not even chewy. They're mealy. They're... Yeah. Honestly, they're probably like dog treats. I wonder yeah. if they got the idea from there. Maybe. Not not a fan. Not, not a fan. Uh, next week, guys, we are going to go over distal radius fracture, also known as the Coley's fracture. Those are good. And then we are going to review well, not good, but... the Kettle brand apple cider vinegar chip. Whoa. I, be I believe this is compliments of Karen, I believe. I think so. Karen or Aiden, yeah. So, I think they uh, both they both brought this home. That would be a good post Thanksgiving chip. Yeah, yeah. The apple cider vinegar. Back, back to back to potatoes here. Uh, if you liked the show today, please tell your friends. Uh, follow, review, subscribe. If you're looking for more information about total shoulder arthroplasty, follow us on Instagram and Twitter throughout the week. For more information on rebound therapy, check out our website reboundclinic.com. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to everyone again, and thank you for listening today. He's Jemmer, and I'm Christian.